Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. I'm getting an update from Palomina, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol PA and on the OTCQB under the symbol PLMNF. I am chatting with the president and CEO, Andrew Thompson. Palomina is focused in Peru in the Puno Orogenic Gold Belt. Company's flagship project is Uzakayos. The company also holds a couple other projects in Peru. Now, Andrew, the last time we chatted was back at the tail end of October. We were discussing what was going on with wind shear gold because Palomina holds right around a 15% interest in wind shear and wind shear just settled its arbitration case with the government of Tanzania and then dividended out some of that cash to Palomina, total of $3,625,000, that's Canadian, at the conferences in Vancouver that I saw you at. You were at your booth the whole time. You were showing off a gold nugget that you saw and found on your project. I have to ask you, now that Palomina has cash in the bank, what are you going to be doing this year, Andrew? So just a quick recap. We held 18% of windshear. We now hold 15.4. All of the options and warrants were exercised. Windshear dividended $25 million to shareholders, and Palomina received $3.625 million. So this is uh, non-dilutive. You know, we still only have 71 million shares since 2015. And I'm happy to report, you know, after the dividend, both companies have in and around $3 million. We still hold a large portion of that company. We're both going drilling. So it's... Uh, it was a pretty good December and, uh, you know, all the bills are paid and, you know, we're all pretty excited. Uh, we're, we're both uh, in the midst of uh, planning our drill programs to happen in Q2 of 2024. What are you going to be targeting then, Andrew? Because as I said, look, you were showing off this gold nugget. So where did it come from? How do you go about testing? So the, our booth was shared by uh, Winchier and that nugget actually came off of the project that uh, Winchier has called Gaban. So, there's a prospector that works a, about a half kilometer area on the pro, on the Winchier's Gaban project, and before he, you know, we were working in the zone, you know, they showed us the 54 gram nugget. Well, this time with El Nino, the streams there was no rain for about five months, and the streams all dried up, and uh, you know they were able to move some of the, the the stream rocks and actually use pick and shovel, and it's a 0.44 kilo nugget, so it's fairly large. He told us he's had larger. Which I've started to believe, <laughs> you know, I wasn't so sure when he told us before, but really, you know, both companies are looking for the source of alluvial gold in the north side of the uh, Andes. There's an area called Madre de Dios that's gone from 35 to 45,000 people. The recap is that since the intercontinental highway went into Brazil, that gold rush keeps getting larger and larger. And, uh, you know, it's just the Gaban property sits at the base of the northern end of the Andes in southeastern Peru in, in the two watersheds that the San Gavan and Inambari River that feed into that uh, alluvial gold field. So, you know, it's quite encouraging that, you know, we've got that sort of uh, showing or at least those sort of, you know, nuggets that size on our on, on, Gavan, on that property. And again, Palomina owns 15.4%. We also have a 2% royalty on all their projects. And uh, there's an advanced royalty payment of 100000 that comes due in September. So, you know, it's, it's pretty good for us. Okay, so then in terms of Palomina, you are planning on drilling fairly soon, it sounds like. What can you tell us about the drill program or plans? 
Yeah, so we've got a drill sitting at site. We sent in all of the assays. We ran a series of programs at the end of last year. And we, you know, again, we were waiting on this, those monies to come in. We, we knew that there was going to be a return of capital. And again, we get to keep it all. We, we don't have to pay any taxes on it. So really, it's a substantial development for Palomina. So there's an area called Soldero where we run our last programs. We're working on a release now, but we've effectively got four, new, four mantles that we want to drill. We're going to take the drill down from the Veta zone and set it up at Soldero. So we just have to walk it down and back up. And uh, we're going to start drilling, I'm hoping, in May. You know, we're, we're also putting a road in to that zone. So we'll be able to move the drill around a little more freely. And we're actually going to start doing, we're hoping to do analyst tours. And I'll start doing that. So, you know, I'm pretty excited. This is an area that we acquired less than two years ago. It was really the heart of the system. It's the widest area. We're also got a new structural geologist that we're going to bring on. And there's going to be some announcements on uh, some management changes. Uh, there's money in the bank. I have a couple of hires. So, you know, we're just gearing up to get going. And uh, we'll, we'll likely do just under 5,000 meters. And then with uh, Winchester, they're planning a 2,500-meter program. So, you know, in between the two companies, there's $6 million, And there'll be likely about 7,500 meters drilled. Can you give us more insights on what, what's going on on the ground in Peru around some of your projects, especially in terms of any activity from majors? Well, in, in, in the Puno area, we also have a big uh, land holding in the Santa Lucia district, and uh, barracks become very active. Uh, you know, they've booked up the local hotel. Again, they're looking for epithermal deposits, but, you know, there really is a sea change in our area in terms of activity. Minsur, uh, they're a tin lithium company but primarily a, a tin producer the area that they're in makusani which is sort of southeast of our major project Sakayo, so there's just a lot of staking and both those companies become very active in the area and you know again we've we've got more than a few majors that have shown real interest in doing something so you know we're just peru starting to come back one of the uh, one of the major changes too is they've actually now they've been going through a formalization process where they've actually given the informals 90 days. This is a big change, you know, to, to become legal. And so this was sort of dragging on. Now they, they've changed their attitude. So there's about 70 days. I'm not sure what happens when it gets through, but they, you know, I think they're tired of not collecting tax revenue. And they're starting to get serious about, you know, making sure that the informal miners, which are growing in Peru, start paying taxes. All right, so it sounds like a lot of drilling then and some more activity in the area. Look, I know the company hasn't been overly active over the last few years because you were waiting for that wind shear arbitration case to go through. Is this now the year that you start aggressively exploring or do you still take your time moving this company forward? Well, we did do a 2,500-meter program in the Vetazon on Urusakaya's project. And when it didn't pan out, it wasn't exactly what we wanted. You know, we did acquire the ground southwest. And, it, you know, again, permitting in Peru is a lengthy thing. So it's not really that we were waiting. Um, I will say, you know, last year we did we did go a little slower just because we knew there was a lump sum payment coming in. So we raised as little as we needed to be able to get to the uh, the big payout, as they say. But, uh, you know, I want to be very aggressive. I, you know, I'm hoping to, once the road goes in, um, you know, it's going to change things quite a bit in terms of access and costs and you know that's really a big factor for us we're still dealing with a fair, fairly high u.s dollar so you know again you have to be a little bit concerned with that but but again i'm we're really shooting for the fences here so you know i think we're now at the stage where there's a, a real nice inflection point for both companies where you know it really is drill discovery time
So on the wind shear front, and you already mentioned that that company is going to be planning a drill program too, but with, with over $3 million in the bank, the company market cap wise is actually trading below cash value right now. So what do you do about getting more attention into the wind shear story? Well, we announced a one for three rollback. You know, I think the intention is to get it down to 30 million shares. And then there, there is a promotional program that, and, and some changes in management that I think will you know, bring a new light to it. But at the end of the day, uh, their plan is to run a heliborne drill program. So they're aiming to, to start that kind of the beginning of June, you know, sometime in June. So I think there'll be news coming out, which will help. And then there's, there is a marketing campaign that they're about to start. So, you know, again, this market's a bit rough still, you know, we're finding with junior game, it's, uh, you know, there's not a lot of money. So we're not being overly aggressive in terms of spending a lot of money in promotion. Having said that, I think the results will speak for themselves when we get to that point. All right, Andrew, keep me up to date on what's going to happen then with Palomina as uh, you get closer to that drill program. Also with wind shear and any updates on Peru. If any of you listening have follow-up questions for Andrew, please email me. I'll get Andrew to address those. And as I mentioned, as drilling started, I will follow up with Andrew. So, Andrew, thank you for the update. It was nice seeing you in Vancouver. Okay, great. Thanks.